Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Around the Green podcast, the podcast about all things FC Motown. FC Motown is an amateur soccer team based in Morristown, New Jersey. I'm your host, Charlie Brooks, and on this podcast, I'll recap three big games for Motown this week as the first team played in the Garden State Soccer League on Tuesday night, and the U23 team played two games in the EDP on Thursday and Sunday. I'll also talk to Ricky LaStella, who was involved in all three of the games. I'll recap those games as well as update the schedule for this upcoming week and weekend, so make sure to listen to the full episode for all the details. But first, let's hop right into the first game recap, as Motown's first team were back in action on Tuesday night as they continued a tough stretch in the Garden State Soccer League hosting Ukrainian Sitch from the start. It was the visitors that had an early chance, but it was cut out by the Motown defense. And Motown were able to take advantage of not going behind early, and they took advantage as it was Joe Fala. They went up on a corner kick. Great service from Freddie Oliveira, and Fala with the header scored to make it one nothing within the first few minutes. The game did not slow down from there, as Motown kept the pressure on, and still within the first 15 minutes, it was Motown doubling the lead, this time Aiden Sherhat setting up Ryan Peterson with a header across the box, and Peterson powered a shot into the back of the net, and it made it to nothing. The Motown attack slowed down a little bit after that, and it became a defensive battle for Motown, and it was Greg Irwin who stepped up often and when needed, and he took the spotlight. One play really stood out from the goalie in the first half as Irwin came out to clear ball, gave it away, unfortunately, but then recovered and made the save himself to keep the game to nothing. The next big chance was also for Ukrainian Sitch, and this time it was Irwin with the beauty of a save with his leg to keep the game 2-0, that would be the halftime score. Probably the best goal of the game for Motown came in the second half, as Zach Riviere kept his hot, hot scoring streak going with Motown, as he chipped the goalie to make it 3-0, the ball just barely dipping under the crossbar. Riviere also has been playing really well with the Motani 23 team, but now he has scored in every single game he has played with the first team in the Garden State Soccer League. So the Georgetown player is doing very well this fall. 3-0 was not enough, though, for Motown offensively as they kept the pressure on, and then goal differential could be huge late in the season. The next big chance was set up by first-team debutant Justin Adams as he set up Aiden Sherhat with a beauty of a ball. Sherhat went around the goalie, tapped the ball in. It was for nothing. Sherhat would be involved once more before the game was over as right before the final whistle, he set up Marcus Hackett. Hackett scored to make it 5-0 with a great strike. And right after that was the final whistle. Cher Hat was my man of the match for this game with two assists and a goal on the day. Very good first game back for the first team. Cher Hat's second game or third game, I should say, these played with the first team. Motown had four players who made their fall debuts for the first team in that Grand State Soccer League game 
Tuesday night as Jack Casey, Justin Adams, Ricky LaStella, and Julian LaRondo were all playing for the first team for their first time. The last three that I mentioned are all U23 players as well. Jack Casey, as I mentioned, made his fall debut. He played for Motown in the NPSL. So a good win for Motown's first team. Let's shift the focus now to Thursday night for a Motown U23 game. It was a night that started a little poorly, but ended with a great game on the field. Originally, the game was slated to be an EDP crossover divisional game, but it goes down as a scrimmage after the teams decided to shift the game. A decision made between Motown and STA as they both showed some great solidarity standing with each other even though they were opponents on the game. And what a fantastic game it was once it got started. It was a fierce game. Both teams evidently wanting to win. Two really good teams going against each other. Motan though would open the scoring as a turnover led the ball to Aiden Sherhat. And just as he did on Tuesday night, he became a supplier getting an assist as Zach Riviere slotted the ball into the far post, scoring once again. STA would equalize on a free kick, but then once again, it's Zach Riviere involved, and for the second time in a week, he chipped the goalkeeper, and it worked again as he was able to score his third goal in two days, or in three days, I should say, to give Motown U23 team a 2-1 lead. What a fantastic fall it really has been for Zach Riviere. Unfortunately, though, for Motown, that 2-1 lead would not hold going into halftime as STA once again scored a great shot of their own at halftime. It was the equalizer that made it 2-2. Riviere was the star of the first half. Let's shift now to the second half, and let's talk about the star of the second half, Greg Irwin. Within a few minutes in the second half, it was Irwin who was called in action and he made two fantastic saves. Irwin making a great one-on-one save to stop STA from taking the lead. And then a penalty was called. Irwin made the penalty stop, guessed the right way, pushed the ball away, and the rebound was saved as well. A huge boost as Motown easily could have been behind for the first time all fall, but instead it was still the 2-2 score. And those saves by Irwin ended up being crucial as Honest Merkulik was taken down in the box, and that gave Motown their own penalty. Merkulik's penalty was saved by the STA goalie, but it was Ricky LaStella in the right place at the right time, and he scored the rebound to make it 3-2 Motown. That would be the final score, and Motown U23 to this point had won every single game in the fall. The man of the match for this game has to go to Zach Riviere, but I think co-man of the match is in store for this game. Greg Irwin sharing the man of the match honors with Zach Riviere. do have to say once more, great job by both teams showing solidarity with each other in some tough circumstances before the game. But even with those tough circumstances, they put a great game out on the field. Motan once again showing 
while they have been one of the best teams in the EDP this season, as they had a little bit of a challenge, but once again, they sneaked out with a win. So that was a big win for Motown and what was technically a scrimmage, but the big game of the week for the U23 team took place on Sunday night as they got back into divisional play in the EDP. It was a very windy and sometimes rainy night in the road game from O-Town down in Tinton Falls, New Jersey, in a game that would decide who left the game in first place in the division. Same story as the first team game on Tuesday, the Cedar Stars opened the game the better side, but Motown were the ones to go ahead after fighting off a good attack in the first couple of minutes. After a shot was saved by the Cedar Stars goalie, there was a handball off the line called, and Motown's John Murphy stepped up for the penalty kick. On Thursday night, the penalty was saved, but on Sunday, it was John Murphy sending the goalie the wrong way, scoring the penalty, making the game 1-0 Motown U23. That goal shifted the momentum completely, and once again, Motown with the nice attack. This time, it was a goal finished by Ariton Mamini. His first goal scored of the fall made a good 2-0 lead with less than 15 minutes played. A little shift by Motan after starting a little slowly, but this time they still had that great attack and they're able to get the lead. Just before halftime, the hosts had a chance to pull one back themselves, make it 2-1 as they did find the back of the net, but the offside flag went up that kept the game at the score of 2-0. And Motown would take advantage of that goal being called back as it allowed them a chance to make it 3-0, and they took that chance as John Murphy scored a fantastic free kick goal looped into the far post that made it 3-0 as the halftime whistle blew right after. That was the halftime score, and with that little shout-out has to go out to Greg Irwin as the first 45 minutes played was a shout-out for him That means he played 180 minutes this week between the first team and the U23 team without allowing a single goal. A very impressive week for the Motown goalie. He'll see if he can continue that minutes clean sheet streak in this upcoming week. But let's continue with the game recap going into the second half now. And it was relatively quiet. The Cedar Stars had most of the chances, but once again, they found the back of the net. Fans were celebrating, only for the offsides flag to be up on the near sideline this time. So once again, the game was saved a little bit from Motown by the offsides flag going up. Grant Kelly was in net for the second half. He wasn't bothered too much other than that one shot that went in the back of the net as most of the shots for Cedar Stars were either wide or over. Not many saves needed for the Motown goalie. On the offensive side, Ricky Lestella had a chance to make it two goals in two games, but the wind took over, pushed the ball a little bit outside of where he wanted to, and his shot went wide. Motown would not score again until late, 
as John Murphy finished his hat trick with a powerful shot into the near post to make it 4 nothing. That would be the final score, and with the win, Motani 23 is now comfortably sitting first in the EDP Men's Central Red Division, five points ahead of Cedar Stars, with only one more game left on the schedule for Motown. John Murphy was my man of the match because even on a rainy and windy night, Motown still had the dominant performance and Murphy with a dominant performance himself. Now let's hear from one of the players that played in all three of the games this week for Motown, Ricky LaStella. Let's get his thoughts on a hectic week for Motown. Now I am here with Ricky LaStella on the phone with me. Uh, Ricky, so first let's talk about Tuesday night. You made your first team debut for Motown in the Garden State Soccer League. How did it feel to make that debut Tuesday night? It felt it felt amazing. Um, the guys, it's a great group of guys. Um, they play at such a high level. I'm, I'm really honored to play with them, to be honest. Um, it was just an awesome feeling getting to play at the next level. And... Hey, that wouldn't be possible without my team now and all the coaching staff. So it was awesome. Yeah, it's definitely a testament to the U23 team having so many guys playing with the first team as well. A very a very good performance from you as well in your first team debut. It can be a little tough playing the adult game, that's for sure. Yeah, 100%. So now shifting to Thursday, I mentioned it on the the podcast the before the game stuff that happened Um, Mm -hmm. what did you think of the team standing together even with your opponents on Thursday uh, before you played STA I think it was really important that we did stick together because to be honest it was just plastic beads in his hair and everybody was really okay with him playing I think it was just the refs but um yeah besides that it was it was a little rocky start for us in the beginning because of everything that happened. So I'm glad that we all stuck together in the beginning of the game. Yeah, and a nice stand there from the players, even after the refs weren't going to allow a player to play just because he had plastic beads in his hair. He ended up playing. And it was a it was a great game, even with some amateur refs. With that <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fellow under Scott Kinziarski, the center ref. Mm-hmm. So now shifting towards the actual game on Thursday, you scored the game winner. It was a penalty that was saved. You found yourself in the right spot at the right time. How did that feel to get that game winner, especially on the rebound of a penalty and some of the hardest rebounds to put in? Um, it felt it felt great. Um, you know, it wouldn't be possible without all the guys that are on the field with me and all the coaches that go to practice every day, every game, tell us to be our best and focus on on winning and becoming better players. Um, yeah, it, it, meant, it meant a lot to me. And talking about the win, this is now two wins over some quality opponents, beating Red Bull U17, now beating a very good STA team. What does it mean for you and the team to beat some of these high quality opponents, even if you're sneaking out the win. Mm -hmm. It means we're definitely, we're definitely getting better. We're definitely going in the right direction. Um, I feel like we still have 
some work to do, but I feel like we're on a really good path to becoming a really successful team. And that's what I'm most excited about. So moving on to talking about a good team, the team won four nothing on Sunday in the wind, in the rain to stay undefeated and now five points clear at the top of the divisional standings. What do you think that says about the team that even in some of these poor conditions, you were still able to pull out a dominant victory? It, I think I think it shows that our team's pretty resilient. Um, we work hard and we don't give up till the job's done. And that, that goes for everybody that steps on the field, whether you start, come off the bench, anything. So we have a great group of guys, a great coaching staff, and I'm looking forward to playing with these guys a lot more. Talking about playing more with this team, the final EDP game is next Sunday against St. Benedict's probably the biggest game just to clinch first place in division mm-hmm. for sure. Um, what do you think is going to be the key to that game against a younger team? I think the, the number, the number one key for us is not coming out slow because I know in a couple of the games we did come out slow at the start, but we still put away a couple goals to ensure that we got the win. But if we, if we come out, slow and flat, I think it's it's going to be a pretty hard game. Well, hopefully it will be a good game for Motown. Good luck in that game and rest of the season. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. So great to hear from Ricky Lastello, who played in all three games this week for Motown, including making his first team debut in the Garden State Soccer League. Let's just recap real quick. The Motown first team won 5 nothing in the Garden State Soccer League. And the Motown U23 team won 3-2 Thursday night. And then 4 nothing on Sunday night to complete a full week of games undefeated. The Motown first team was slated to have a game Friday, but that one was canceled due to restrictions in Newark due to COVID. So that is why there was one less game than scheduled for Motown this week. Let's look ahead now to the upcoming week and it's a weekend schedule for Motown as they return to NESL play with the first team on Saturday as they travel to face VE in Pennsylvania. The first team will not have a game in the Garden State Soccer League this week so just that one game in the NESL. On the U23 side Motown has one game scheduled for this week as they will finish the EDP season with a game against St. Benedict's at a venue to be determined since their home field is still closed in Berkeley Heights. You will definitely want to make sure to subscribe to this podcast as the season for the fall is starting to come to a close. I will have all of the recaps, everything on the episodes. You can also listen back to the past episodes. You might hear interviews from players and coaches, so make sure to subscribe and follow me on Twitter to know when the newest episodes have come out. Until next time, this has been your trip around the green.